1: Dante, 29 assists, just five turnovers tonight for this Knicks team. It looks like you guys were having so much fun out there. How would you describe the team play that was going on tonight? It was just a collective effort. Um, you know, with Julius going down, um, OG now playing, you knew everybody had to step up, and uh, we just have a joy to us right now, and we're going to keep it rolling. New career high for you in made threes. Now, I know you don't care about records, but when this team needs shooting without Julius, without OG, how much pride do you Taken the fact that you've been able to step up last night and tonight for your team? Well, you know, whoever's on the court, I'm still going to carry myself the same way. Um, play with a lot of confidence, and just tonight it was falling for me. 14-2 and two in the month of January. No Knicks team has done that since 1994. This goes down as one of the best months in Knicks history. What stands out to you about the way that you guys have been to able to win night after night?
2: You know, we're just playing together. Um, we have a joy to us, and we have the best fans in the league. So whenever we go on the road, they're following us, and we come home, and we got to protect home court.
1: Thanks, Dante. Appreciate it.
3: Now, my friend, Mr. Smith. You ready? Dive into the Super Chats. You got a jam-packed oh, of Super Chats. The people have jumped out the window
2: with us. Okay, I love you it. Ready? I love it. Before we jump out the window, I just want to point out that the New York Knicks are one and a half games behind second place. So let's go. Let's jump out the window, baby. Right
3: there. I got to be honest. Here's how far I jumped out the window tonight. So the Pacers played the Celtics tonight, and the Knicks gained ground on the Pacers because the Celtics won. There was a part of me that was like... Should we be rooting for the Pacers tonight, so we can gain ground on Boston? <laughs> I love because then we'd be four and a half behind the I one seed. It. Like that, that there was a part of me. It's like ten percent of me that was like, had we won tonight and the pace and the Celtics lost, we'd be five games back in the loss column. It's just something to consider. It's something to are, consider. Maybe Look, the, not that The mountaintop is a little bit higher than than we realized. You know, and the Knicks are winning games without like two of their best players at the moment. So. Just, just just, a thought. You never know where the train will take you. Never know. Okay. We start with Danny Gardner. This came in around the third quarter, I believe. Uh, Danny Gardner, it's great to root for a team where you know the players care as much as we do. These dudes are so competitive. A lot of winners in this group, and it shows. Yep. that has been the, the modicum of this team for the last four years, Mensa.
2: Yeah. And I touched on it early. Like we just, you know, this team cares about the games they are playing. And that is so, it's so comforting as a fan because we care so much. And even though like it can be these guys, like it's their sixth game on a road trip. Like I look forward to watching you guys play. I don't like that doesn't matter to me as a fan, but so it really is wonderful to see these guys go out there and you know, you're going to get the effort that you deserve. So Drew P... I appreciate the
3: contribution. He goes Dante, and then who's the last piece? Lakers collapsing. AD. We don't need to go that far. The last piece might be a backup point guard. Don- right. Drinking. We might don't be need. Brogdon. Might be Malcolm Brogdon. I'm not. Uh, might be Alec Burks. For all I know, might be Deuce McBride getting better. We don't need to talk about aging, injury prone Anthony Davis. We have a power forward that is going to make the All Star team anyway. So I. As of right now, I'm good on the the Lakers. Oh, Ad's been outstanding this year, by the way. I'm not like trying to shit on Ad's season. He's been outstanding this year. I'm just we're not there at the moment. Let's let's maybe in the off season, but we're not there at the moment. Thank you, Drew P. Um, and then Jesse M. I love you, Jesse. Can we chill with Josh Hart step back threes, please? <laughs> Please. How's, how's anybody complaining tonight? Those are grenades he's getting at the end of the shot clock because they have no gravity at the moment other than Jalen Brunson.
2: <laughs> Jesse, I stand with you. I don't want to see Josh is.
3: Hart. <laughs> this is you criticizing
2: Julius up 30 against Denver. Let's this just is. enjoy this. He had a triple-double tonight. And doesn't make it less true. <laughs> Even though I enjoyed the game, I love Josh Hart, but that does not make that less true. I do not want to see Josh Hart take step back threes.
3: Fair but, point. The Knicks we'll should find, not find throw him grenades where he's forced to take step back threes anymore. That I agree. Um, busy. He's got a couple, so we'll get through some busy, busy super chats. When the Knicks, when it, uh, busy because you got a couple, I should say thank you, busy. We love and always appreciate your contributions to this, and look forward to seeing you at the town hall tomorrow night. So busy says, when the Knicks win a chip with Nova Boys, they're with the Nova Boys, they're going to make a documentary about how the core of a college championship team came together in the NBA and was able to duplicate the success. That just warmed my heart. A because of the story, it is actually kind of perfect. Uh, I'll and I also see the second super chatty sent that is the last chapter of the documentary. Um, I suggest enticing Brooklyn with Julius, since he is better than Bridges. We won't have to give up that many picks. With right Sean with a W, so that completes the documentary. That you get all the Nova boys from those from that championship team to
2: come play for the Knicks. Um. Let you respond first. The, the Knicks and Nets have not made a trade since 1983. going to be my response. I got to go back to Reagan to find a trade. Yeah, that's that's where I'll leave that one. Um, But yeah, I would buy the book. I would buy the T-shirt. I would have the special edition documentary on Blu-ray or whatever it is that is the media du jour when that comes out. It's just that team means these guys already mean so much to us they already mean so much to us. Uh, Brunson, So Josh, what Josh Hart did when he came to the Knicks last season and he had the New York in his braids and he put the number three on, like he knew exactly what he was doing. And he has, he's had an up and down season, but we're seeing like just tonight, like how refreshing is it to have a guy like we, the defensive rebounding thing has been, Let's just say because I don't want to I don't want to get disparaging here, but let's just say the defensive rebounding has been a bit of a challenge for Julius Randall when it comes to getting contested defensive rebounds. Just the effort night and day from what Josh Hart does, how he attacks the glass, gets you 10 rebounds and you feel like all 10 of those rebounds matter. Just it just is so refreshing to see him hustle. And I mean, what else is there to say about Jalen Brunson? The Villanova boys are so special and whether they win a championship or not at this point, they're going to get a documentary. So I hope they're ready for it. Look,
3: I, I I I have no college team because like I, I went to a school that I don't really acknowledge anymore. And I I I mean, I was a big fan of the Big East back way back when. So I guess Villanova may be my new favorite school because of what that school has meant for my professional basketball team. Uh, speaking of Villanova, busy has another one. The Nova effect is the entire thing. And then he adds the chemistry and energy between them makes me want to go all in for Bridges and see what they can do together. I mean, look, that's a fair want or need. I it think it's going to it's gonna take, it's going to have to be the Marbury route. He's going to have to go to another team and then get traded to the Knicks that way. I don't, I just, and look, this may be naive to think that the Knicks and Nets will never make a trade. I still think they're going to make a trade on that scale to... To go all like I just don't think the Knicks are gonna get prime assets that will be a burrow away. And the same thing goes for the Nets. We joke about how small the fan base is, but like that does exist. And like the step one of trading all of your trading your best player and a, a fan favorite to like it's what you made the you, the comp in the group chat the other day. It's like why the Mets are not gonna trade Pete Alonzo to the Yankees. Like it's just you don't do that.
2: Yeah. Um th- isn't Mikhail Bridges their like leading jersey seller? Yeah, and then to trade him to the Knicks, like that's I'm sorry, guys, like that, like trade him really to the for, Knicks to help them win a, win a championship. Yeah, that's pie in the sky, guys. Especially yeah. when they came, at, the city's under new management. Like they really said that that was a thing. They're and they're not. I mean, I understand that was Prokhorov and everything, and it's a different owner now. But no, those two teams will not make a trade, and a lot of it is because, like, we go. Whenever we play them, like what we have, what two home games and two away games? We have six, all those games. That, that's just two extra home games. Like, and their fan base hates that. There is no way we get to invade their building and they're just gonna say, okay, we'll take Julius Randle and a couple of picks for you guys, go win a championship. There and then we are in it's just not an ALNL thing. There's not an AFC, NFC thing. We are in direct competition with these guys for the division. And I understand divisions don't matter as much as they used to, but come on, guys. Like that. I don't think that if it happens, look, I will, I don't know, you come up with the thing I have to do, but I completely disagree that it'll happen. We'll collectively just say we were wrong. Like that's all it has to be. Like, oh, yeah, wow. They made
3: the first trade since 1983. Like Michael Jordan wasn't in the league the last time that the Nixon Nets made a trade, which is why look, I agree with the sentiment. Like if you want to go all in for a guy and you want to maximize the spacing around Brunson and the defense around Brunson, that's an upgrade. Like that is indeed an. Uh, like I'm not saying I do think Julius Randle is better than Michael Bridges, but I also recognize that the fate can get you to, get you to dream a little bit. Like I do get it. I just personally think that it's just, he's on the wrong team to try and make a trade for. So that's just my two cents on the matter. And then one more my new favorite, Nick from this is from Busy, is Precious has shown if he is put at the four, he can make a positive impact at both ends of the floor and not
2: just one. <laughs> I love the it. man
3: has surgery. Busy, stop kicking him while he's down. My goodness,
2: man! <laughs> man, look, uh, shout out to the Precious uh, ah Chihuahua because he has a little dog in him. Um, mm-hmm. Very good basketball tonight. Can't complain. Um, what I think he was what seven for air. For thirteen, but I did appreciate that when he got the ball, he was decisive. That is very important on a team where Jalen Brunson is on is on court, Divincenzo on court, Josh Hart's on court. You don't have to hold the ball and try to turn it into. Well, I'm filling in for Julius, so no, just do what you're doing. And happy to. See, he didn't rebound well tonight at all. Um, I think he only had like one rebound. Or he had, f- I, he
3: had one for a while. He had five for the game total. Okay, so I, he, I he was got staring four. at it too as he was. As because I think he played some of the five in the fourth quarter, but regardless, that, that like, yeah,
2: that's I mean, five where, rebounds in forty minutes is not, look, <laughs> not ideal. I get how frustrating Julius Randall has been, guys. Like, yeah, but we, I mean,
3: can we not? Is my only question. Let's <laughs> not, not. Let's not buy a precious jersey to spite Julius. Let's oh not my goodness! That. Thank you, Busy. Sincerely, thank you, Busy, for all your contributions. I do appreciate it. Josh, so focused, forgot to say at half. You can say this team's defense. Oh God. You could say this team's defense is better without Julius. I've said it all season. Still need his creation juice and ball movement.
2: Pros and cons.
3: Okay. Trade off. Apparently I- they're better without uh, OGN and Obi too because he didn't play the last two games either
2: and Quentin Grimes for that 20 minutes he can go get everybody can get a surgery right yeah get them all. you get a
3: surgery you, you said the Mitch, don't me. come back yeah <laughs> no, Julius, don't, don't even come Robinson
2: back. either OG don't come back don't make a trade Leon we got all we need we got all
3: yep, we need we're good just uh, let's see if Malachi Flynn has it in him too and then we'll just be like you know what you know what let, let, let's we're good with what we have. We don't need to make any superstar trade or anything. Let's sell low on all of these other guys. Please let us not be a Julius Randle like, shit on segment, please. I'd like to enjoy this team as is. It's all I want. I just want to enjoy a win tonight. We don't have to make this. We didn't play.
2: We definitely tonight. do still need his creation juice and ball moment, though. I do want to, I do want to point out that he did say that because it's true. We need Julius Randle to come back and soak up that usage. We need him to pass the ball. Um, one of my favorite plays of January was that Julius Randle, no look dime like that will forever mm-hmm. be etched in my mind. So yeah, we Julius Randle get healthy soon.
3: The other part about the, like it was it was literally the debate with John that I was having about the Bruce Brown of it all. Like the defense is already good. Like th- when Julius is off the court, the defense is already good. They're going to need to be able to score more than one hundred and eighteen points when you play a Boston Celtics. We I watched the entirety of that that Nuggets Bucks game last night, or at least the entire second half of that Nuggets Bucks game last night. The offense in these top tiers at the moment is absurd. You're going to need to be able to score with these with these big boys. So, thank you, Ja, for the contribution. Joe Dugan, his front office is incredible. We are blowing teams without... We're blowing... Phrasing. Mm, we are blowing teams out without three of our four best players. Stealing Achua as a trade throw-in and signing Dante DiVincenzo is crazy. Your thoughts, Mensa?
2: Um... Three of our four best players. In my opinion, our four best players are Jalen Brunson, Isaiah Hartenstein, OG Ananobi, and Julius Randle. So, by my count, we're playing without two, two of our four best players. I guess he's assuming that Mitchell Robinson is one of our four best players, and I flatly disagree with that. I think Isaiah Hartenstein has usurped him, but I mean, it we are playing without two of our three best players. I will say that if you want if you if, if you want to say that OG Ananobi and Julius Randle are two and three and on the Knicks right now, I would I personally think Isaiah Hartenstein might be three, and I would probably have Julius Randle at four just because of the importance of what they do. But their point goes, they're all four very high-level basketball players, and we need all four of them. So um I don't want to disagree on semantics because I do agree that the front office is incredible. I do think that the pressure to chew a throw in looks great and that the Dante DiVincenzo signing is like two home runs in two offseasons, three home runs in two offseasons with DiVincenzo signing this offseason and the offseason prior getting Isaiah Hartenstein and Jalen Brunson. The front office is doing a great job. We're winning without two of our best players. Um, Mitchell Robinson, definitely one of our best defenders for sure. And And to be able to keep the defense where it's at without him, just a testament to how great the front office has been. So I agree.
3: Yeah, I, like you said, it's semantics to say who your best players are, and I, we're, we're missing three of our key contributors to last year's, or two of our key contributors to last year's playoffs run, and, like, whatever you think OG obi has been since coming here, the, the plug and play of the Knicks this year has been impressive. And I think that's why, that's honestly been the most impressive part about the last, two weeks really since Hartenstein went down with the Achilles injury. And it was like, clearly like you can't play him as much. And I, I, I personally thought I understood that, um, the Knicks would, uh, need to play him because I didn't think versus Chua was playable. And then lo and behold, the more they played him and maybe it's part of development, maybe it's just lightening the leash a little bit. Um, he's not just playable he's a positive contributor so um, it's really cool to see that the Knicks can can take like throw-ins into trades and make them positive players so um, thank you Joe for the contribution Juan Cruz I told you uh, last night John third seed let's effing go
2: Three, seeds, three seed is a little too low to be shooting, fellas. We're going for the two seed. We're one and a half games behind. Three seed is now ours. Let's continue to look forward. I don't believe in these Milwaukee Bucks. I think the New York Knicks are going to surprise a lot of teams this year. But I think we're going for that two seed for sure. Because if we were going to slow down, we'd have slowed down already with the loss of a Julius Randle and the loss of an OG and an OB, We would have slowed down. This team is full steam ahead. I don't know when we're going to lose next. Indiana is going to be a tough game. Lakers are going to be a tough game, but we're better than both of those teams. So let's see where this team, let's see where this goes.
3: Next up, again, from Jasso, focus you You think Tibbs was trying to keep Julian Brunson's 30 streak going. What was his streak at?
2: Oh, man, I don't know. I think he was, I think he had, like, in the last eight games, seven of his last eight games, he had 30 points. And the only time that he didn't have 30 points was when, was it Detroit or somebody else didn't fight back and he only had 21? Um but to answer the question, no, I think Tom Thibodeau wanted to win a basketball game. And the only way he knows how to win a basketball game is to play his best players.
3: Yeah. So he had 30 against Dallas in the game they lost. Then he had 30 again against Houston. Then 41 against Washington. 38 against Toronto. 30 against Brooklyn. Then 21 against Denver because they molly mollywopped him. And then two thirty-two 32-point games. So, John, no, I don't think he was, and I agree with Menta. Like, there wasn't a 30-streak to hold up. I think he just is an insane man and, like, got paranoid that they were going to blow a 17-point lead in the last Eight wins quarter. in a row matters way more to Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, than, than the 30-win <laughs> <30 laughs> streak. Yeah, that's the streak he was mostly worried about. And whether he was actually safe and could have played Arch Diakono for three minutes, I personally was like, when... Laurie Markinen sat. You had to take him out the game, but maybe this is where a backup point guard is important because then you'll have a point guard that can take J- uh, Jalen Brunson out the game. Uh, thank you, Ja. Red Sarah check. Uh, four things. Four things. Uh, four things I don't know. How Dante DiVincenzo and Jalen Brunson are so underpaid. Uh, and Andalasiasis. Uh, Do you know what that word is? Andalusias? I don't know anything about Oh, that was any- better than what I tried to say. Uh marketing budget. Uh Tibbs not pulling starters and the Zerbiak's relationship to Andalusia. Oh, there's a commercial with like Wally and his dad in their during I wasn't paying attention to the commercials, so I don't know. Um I I know I, I know that uh Tibbs not pulling the starters is just like it's it's a it's a thing. Like it's just what he does. Um and that's a testament to the front office. Okay. People in the chat are saying Andalusia Crush commercials. Uh the Spanish towns marketing. Guys, I don't pay attention during the commercials. I get these tweets off. Yeah, like, I'm sorry.
2: Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> got the wrong game.
3: Unless there are commercials for prize picks, our sponsor for tonight. I will always pay attention to those. Those are great. Agreed. But anybody else, I, I don't pay attention to. So but thank you, Red SarahCheck, for the questions. I hope you get answers to them pretty soon. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the Specials League. For example, on any given night, take Jalen Brunson over in points, Julius Randle over in rebounds, or OG Ananobi over in steals. Then combine it with two NFL props, like Patrick Mahomes over in passing yards, or Christian McCaffrey over in touchdowns. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. PrizePix offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepickscom slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepickscom slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. It's
0: daily fantasy sports made easy. Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ryan
3: Wong. Game over. Game was over in the first when clowning Sexton jawed at the Nova gang uh, Don himself. The next 40 minutes was just the family taking care of business. Let's go, Knicks. I, I'm i so glad everybody else had the same reaction when Colin Sexton did that Mensa.
2: Sean jumped in. Uh, he, he shot me a text. He said that um, there is... I'll read it live. Go ahead. There is a commercial for Andalusia that runs on MSG Plus like 787 times per game. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes okay. My brother
3: texted me a similar thing during the game, and it was like, I guess this this is the Knicks' new favorite sponsor, right? And I was like, I've no idea what you are talking about because he watches at work on his phone on MSG Plus, so that makes sense. I thought it was like a he was making a joke that it's like a nasal spray commercial, <laughs> and he was like, I was like, is this an Achua joke that because of precious Achua. That the Knicks need nasal spray because they keep sneezing. And no, he was saying he was talking about the Andalusia commercials. So,
2: yeah, I mean, look, as a new dad, when the commercial breaks are on, I am focused on what's going on in my house. And my
3: my baby at the moment is Dick's film school. So, like, I'm focused, I'm like getting the rest of the show ready. I'm getting the tweets off, I'm seeing how we can, like, where we are in in bedding and sweating. So, Um, yeah, shout out to MSG, I guess, for making their money. Um, And shout out to Colin Sexton for. Inciting the Villanova Mafia to yes, Don business tonight. Don Brunson indeed. Uh, next one from Dale. I almost wanted to say Dale, but I'll say Dale. Shout <laughs> you out <know> to
2: <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my Spanish heritage, man. <laughs> Thank Thanks, Dale or Dale, because you can yes. also be Hispanic or Spanish. Yes, I will okay. not exclude. Yeah, uh,
3: so- you know it's bad when my mom says, "Why are the starters still?" A-?
2: You know, what it's Tom like, it's like um, there was a rapper. I forgot which one, but he said one of his rhymes is um, fourth quarter screaming. Why the F Batuman? It's kind of like fourth quarter. Why the F the starters and put the New York Knicks because we're blowing teams out. And Tom Thibodeau sees a 19 point lead and he's like, I'm not quite comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, I, I can't throw just, the baby I, out with
3: the bathwater. I tweeted it. Oh, that's a good you. That was a Seanism, but I'll call it a Mensaism because that was good. Can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. That was I'm going to think about that later. Um, part It's part of the gig with Tibbs. I agree. I was I tweeted it out twice. Like, all right, let's get the starters out. And then Jalen Brunson got hit in the face. And it's like, why are the starters still in? Thankfully, as far as we know, no harm, no foul at the moment. So we'll, we'll take it for now. Uh, Patrick Hederman with a contribution. Thank you, sir. Uh, Anthony, I'll let you read this one, Mensa. We'll give you some run.
2: Okay. Anthony, thank you for your contribution. We have forget heat culture. This is Nick's culture, a big 15 win. Shout out to Reggie Bullock. This is a Tibbs, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randall culture. I want to see the three of them on this team for a long time. Hey. I'm very happy with the New York Knicks culture. I'm happy that this team has a next man up mentality. I'm happy that Jalen Brunson is a leader of this team. And it seems as if in a market like New York, these guys have been able to shut out all the noise and just be great at playing basketball. So, yeah, shout out to the New York Knicks culture. Shout out to Julius Randle. Shout out to Tom Thibodeau. And shout out to Jalen Brunson. Don Brunson himself.
3: I agree with all of that and forget heat culture specifically uh, I agree with that apparently there is a nasal spray that's all over the MSG Plus uh, broadcast it's for Afrin nasal spray which is what my brother was referring to this is where you need to get <laughs> a precious Achua to be your spokesperson and right. then anytime someone goes Achoo and he goes Did somebody say my name and then he goes get Afrin for all
2: your nasal needs or something. yeah it's like how um, they say Montez Sweat should have a deodorant Um, advert. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Bingo. Thank you, Anthony, for the contribution. Go ahead, Mensa. Hush Zoo. Thank you for your contribution, my friend. Thank you, Jay Wright. I'm speechless, honestly. What more can you say about what Jay Wright has done with the Villanova Wildcats program? Just a great job. And this actually gives me a segue to um, poo-poo the Dallas Mavericks for tanking last season and not giving us their pick because we could have had another Villanova Wildcat by the name of Cam Whitmore, but he is now tearing it up in Houston off their bench. Could we have used Cam Whitmore in the absence of Julius Randle at the moment? Hey, so yeah, I just wanted to get my uh, Dallas Mavericks hate takeoff, but thank you for the contribution. You know where I stand on this. I respect the chess move.
3: Me I too. hate it. Right. I respect the chess move. I hate it so much. I agree. I just, like, it's very much game-recognized game. Like, your season went to... Like, you may, because of this losing you keep doing and this 45 usage you keep making lose to play, you may lose the grand prize of it all, but in the
2: vacuum of just that move, I respect it. Uh, yeah, we'll you, see how much it hurts you long-term. Couldn't give us Jalen Brunson and your pick in the same, in the same season. Understand.
3: Yeah. Completely understand. All. Maybe in a couple years from now, you give us look at Dodgers, though. So...
2: Hashtag Operation 77. Am I right? Yes, sir. Operation yeah. 77 is still going. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Kevin Shevsky. thank you for the contribution. Dante 3 Vincenzo. Really need OG to come back against Indiana. However, this run makes me believe they can more than hold it down without Julius in the short term. 100% agree. The way this team is playing, it's like they reinvented themselves without Julius Randle and around Jalen Brunson for the short term. And it's seamless because you're seeing that this team can give Julius a rest that he needs because we need him big time in the playoffs. Definitely going to need OG and Anobi to come back against Indiana because Halliburton and Siakam are no joke. But and honestly, the teams we just played, um, we got a really tired Utah Jazz team and we played the Charlotte Hornets. Enough said we're definitely going to need OG Ananobi to come back. But I think that the injury has been minor enough that we can expect him to be back. But if but if he's not, whether or not he's back, it should be the first real test for this team without Julius Randle. And of course, Dante 3 Vincenzo. Uh, What did I call him earlier? Carbone Di Vincenzo, Dante Il Molino. He was cooking tonight. Got to love Dante 3 Vincenzo.
3: Thank you, Kevin, for the contribution.
2: All right. DJ MKC, thank you for your contribution. Fully healthy. Well, oh, I love this already. Fully healthy. Which team wins in a seven-game series? The current team or the 94 team? What year is it? Um, oh man. What mm, that's a great question. Talent alone. Man, I think this Knicks team wins. So that's the thing. So
3: also, are we saying so he's fully healthy is the question? Because like tonight's Knicks team could win a game against anybody in the '90s because it's like a defensive-led team, right? Um, and Precious Stewart might actually be as good as Charles Oakley. Um, look, I'm always going to lean the offense. So any team now would beat any team then. The tough part, and like Ben Kim Gervy's in the chat asking the correct question: What rules are we playing by? Mason and
2: yeah, because Jalen Brunson
3: uh, it's a game three. <laughs> he wouldn't make exactly when your point guard's gone in game two because he's foul baiting and they're not calling any of the fouls, and Oakley's just like cr- clotheslining him. Yeah, like it's tough. And then the Knicks will win every game 85 to 70 because the
2: Knicks are playing Malachi Flynn in games four, five, and six. Let's do a thing. Um, I know the New York Knicks starting five. This season, because I was born in 1994 and -hmm. I was two months old when they were playing that series. I don't remember who the starting five for the 94 New York Knicks were. So I'm going to quickly Google them. And I don't know if you want to, but maybe we can rank the starters one through 10. Because I feel like that might be better than just saying who would beat who. Let's see. So I,
3: I believe it was Ewing. Was Charles Smith the starting four then? And then it went Oakley, Starks, and uh, Derek Harper.
2: Okay, so that team went fifty-seven and twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this Knicks team is going to win fifty-seven games. I just think I mean, it's a little too late. Hold on, hold
3: on, Mensa. This 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 version of the team is on like a sixty-seven win pace. So that's why the, the calculation I think is a fair question to ask. Like definitely. The new Knicks.
2: Let's just I'm just gonna pull up the last game of that series, which is June nineteenth. Okay. So the starters on June nineteenth, which is game seven of the NBA finals, were John Starks, Patrick Ewings, Charles Oakley, Derek Harper, and Charles Smith. So
3: that was Smith. Okay. So I Mace coming off the bench. Mace is your jazz heart.
2: Yeah. So I think that the only player on this team that I'm taking, which sounds crazy, but I think maybe Josh Hart and not Josh Hart, Josh Starks and Patrick Ewing might be the only guys who would start on this Knicks team. So I think there's your answer. I think the Knicks with, um, o- I think OG Ananobi starts <laughs> on both teams. Yeah. Taylor yeah. is your starter, Julius Randle's your starter. So I think we have three three to three to two. And I think that the, the gap between 94 Ewing and 24 Brunson isn't too wide. It might even favor Brunson because Ewing was kind. How old was Ewing that year? Cause I know Ewing's best seasons were like 87 and 88 in 93. No, he was still great in 93. 93. He was definitely still great in 93. So you can say it's a wash. If you want to give it to Ewing, let's give it to Ewing. So they have the best player, but I think we have three of the five best players in that series um, as far as the top five goes. So I would probably lean um, 24 Knicks, which sounds crazy, but and more reason to jump out the window because, listen, I just said that we would be better than a team that went to an NBA Finals.
3: Um, I think the way I'm going to answer this question is... Like, obviously, that team went to a game seven and was like a, sh- a bounce here, a shot, literally a shot in game six away from winning a championship. Um, I am increasingly growing confident that this team, as John said, could win any seven game series against any team fully healthy. So, that's the, the best compliment I can give that I think this team can reach the same ceiling fully healthy. As said, ninety fourteen. But good question,
2: DK, DJ. That was that, that was a positive. podcast question. That was an <laughs> exercise. I appreciate that. Go ahead. All right, Red Saracchek. Thank you for your contribution. The great Bruncini might shut down Seventh Avenue. Agreed. But I, that actually brings me to a point. Of, um, not really contention, but something that I did want to touch on. If the New York Knicks win Game One of the playoffs at home because we hosted, please let's act like we've been here before. <laughs> because it's gotten to a point where the Knicks fans shutting down 7th Avenue has become a meme. And it feels like the first couple of times we did it, it was genuine Knicks fans. But now it feels like finance bros who are getting to act wild, you know, um, on a night after work. So it's it's not the culture anymore. It was the culture. It was a moment of time. Let's appreciate it for what it was. But this playoffs, please, let's not go back and do the nonsense that we did before. Because now it's nonsense.
3: Can I counter? Sure. Go ahead. We're jumping out the window over January twenty, January 30th basketball fair. game. Very a, fair. A jazz team that played a back to back. This then is not Hornets the moral team. high ground. I should be taking right, it, right. Like we're, we're, we're all, I, I'm here for anybody to react however they want to react. Cause as we know, as Knicks fans, and as you and I know, as Jets fans and as Mets fans, we don't know if the vibes are going to be this high. I'm confident right, they can get higher. Uh, oh, react however you want to react. Enjoy okay. things while you can. That's so, my th-
2: That's my take. So then my final like I guess my response to your response will be Okay, at least don't go out there screaming F Trey Young. F Trae Okay, likely, that life's better. That can, stop. Be that can stop.
3: Yes. Yeah. That we don't need to concern ourselves with the eleventh seed in the Eastern Conference. We can just Please. move on with we we can we could like brag about our team. We could be flamboyant and and bold in our in our praise. We don't need to bring up um a man that doesn't a It does not matter. Exactly.
2: Indeed. Uh, Thank you, Red, as always. All right. Sam Garcia. Why not us, John? Well, John is with us. John is jumping out the window. Thank you, Sam, for your contribution. But you are right. Why not us? Why not these New York Knicks? Especially if because we're still live at the deadline. We made a major improvement and now we can make another improvement. Like, listen, this team, this team has a lot in the tank and I'm, I'm so excited to see where they go.
3: I john is right hand in hand with us out out
2: the window so i he agrees why not us john and juanon also asks why not us john go ahead Menta. thank you juanon for your contribution why not us john why not us in a league softer than baby shit we stand out tips got a full pound of dogs 100 percent, 53 wins in the name of the father the son and the robert cross fair us nba fair us it's you know, <laughs> this is a, this, first of all, this is an outstanding comment. I want to just be very clear about that. But in the, um, in the KFS town hall before the season, Robert Cross said 53 wins. But there was one prediction bolder than Robert Cross's 53 wins position. And that was mine. I think the Knicks, I had the Knicks at 54 wins. And because we are going to do the live thing, I think we are, what, 31 in 17 right now? 31 and 17. 31 and 17. Let's get the calculator out. Okay, guys, we're going to divide. 31 divided by 48 gets us to 64.5% and we're going to multiply that by 82. We are currently sitting at 52.95 wins. We are right at 53 wins. So I'm I'm one over, but I did think this team was going to be a 2 seed and have 54 wins. A lot of it was just because of the continuity a lot of that was broken up because Emmanuel Hookley and RJ Barrett aren't here anymore. But I'm still on pace, baby. I'm one and <laughs> a half games behind behind second place. And we are currently playing at a at a um at a 53 win pace and we need 54 wins. Look, if we beat Indiana and we beat um and we beat Los Angeles, I might be right back. So let's see where we go. But definitely, why not us? This team has been so great. And we have we're finding depth in a new way that, that I didn't think we had at the beginning of the month. Now with Miles McBride stepping up, with Precious Achua stepping up, with OG Ananobi being who he is, with all the guys just playing so well, Josh Hart finding himself after having a rough start to the season. Why not us? We are deep, we're good, and we have a superstar. Why not the Knicks?
3: I, uh... I... So first of all, to you predicting 54 um, and then being on a 53-in pace despite the trade that happened that we didn't think what might happen. Um, I believe our football coach once said that they don't ask how, they ask how many. Um, so that that's all I have to say about that. I hope he gets fired, by the way. Um I uh why not us uh, I'm filing that away for a t-shirt that just my my two cents on it. And I agree, like in the name of the father, the son, and and Robert Cross, this this is becoming a very special season. So thank you, Juanon.